0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Thanks for joining me as we pursue God together today. As always, it's my prayer that these few moments help you begin, end, or get through your day with a greater sense of God's activity and presence in your life. He's close. We know that many times our plan A in life, you know, just doesn't turn out as we had hoped or planned for it to. And so this week we're talking about plan B. Sometimes things we hope for are just fun, like, you know, hoping for a favorite baseball team to have a great season, go Cubs. But sometimes the things we hope for are serious. Hope she comes back. Hope we don't lose him. Hope it's not cancer. But one day it will be, if it's not cancer, it'll be something else. One day illness and death comes for all of us. We're all aging. And if you have any doubts about that, just go look at a picture of yourself in your high school yearbook, and then go look in the mirror. <laughs> it's a gruesome sight. One day, and this is the truth, everything we hope for will eventually disappoint us. Everything we hope for, that's the problem when you put your hope in some thing. But I want to read to you an incredible verse, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, that says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Did you hear those two words, hope and resurrection, in that verse? In the New Testament, the word hope occurs 71 times. It occurs one time before the resurrection of Jesus, 70 times after the resurrection of Jesus. Now, I'm not a rocket scientist, but even I can deduct where our hope comes from. You'll never find enduring hope in something. Our hope is not based on marital status or career success, on the stock market. Uh, on our health. Our hope is not based on what others think of us. Our hope is based on an empty tomb where on Easter Sunday morning, that death defying, grave defeating, fear destroying, hope infusing savior of the world rose from the dead to give you a living hope that can never be taken away. Now you ask, how does that help me practically today? So what? Let me share with you just one implication of this for your life today. We'll talk more in the days ahead. The living hope of Jesus gives you hope for a new identity. Remember the first time you received a trophy or maybe it was for a little league team, a gymnastics meet, a dancer speech, or band competition, an academic recognition? It felt affirming to have that achievement, to put it on your bedroom shelf. And so many of us grow up thinking, maybe I ought to put my hope in the box of achievement. And so you chased that dream, got the education, the job, the position, the the sales award. You established the reputation as a high achiever. But for some reason, it hasn't brought the inner satisfaction that you thought it would. And you wonder if you put your hope in the wrong box. That is why the greatest need some of you have today is to claim your new identity in Jesus. Some of you grew up in homes where you heard words that devalued you, wrecked you, damaged you. Some of you grew up in homes where you were abused with words, with emotional, physical, or maybe even sexual abuse. Some of you carry shame over things done in your past, the habits that you can't break, eating disorders, substance addiction. But the Bible says, kick this, we have a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's talking about what happens when someone becomes a follower of Jesus. You experience a new birth. You receive a new identity because you begin to understand my past does not define me, but who I belong to defines me. You are a much loved and valued son or daughter of the king who defined your worth when he paid a high price and made a staggering sacrifice for you with his only son. When you put your home in, hope in the empty tomb, when that becomes your hope chest, you become a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. It's your new identity. So today, how about if you choose to live with your new birthright, remembering you are a much-loved son. You are a much-loved daughter of the Most High God. God, I would give anything if people could just not only hear these words off my lips today, but feel this deep in their heart and soul. I know so many of us go around trying to find our identity and, and the wrong thing when, when really you've made us new. You've made us a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. And we're your treasured, valued Sons and daughters, we're heirs of your kingdom. God, help us to feel that today. Help us to remember who we are in Jesus, I pray in his name. Amen. Amen. Such a powerful thought. Catch you back here tomorrow.